This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with a brilliant leader with Ben Patel. Ben's the Chief Information Officer at Cone Health and an extraordinarily bright, bright leader. We're going to talk today about himself, about Cone Health, and, and really about where the efforts are most focused today and maybe some advice for leaders as well. Ben, can you take a moment? Tell us about yourself. Tell us about Cone Health. Sure. Thanks, Scott. Pleasure to be here. Um, my name is Ben Patel. I'm the Chief Information Officer for Cone Health. Uh, Cone Health is a uh, non-for-profit healthcare network based um, in Greensboro, North Carolina, with more than 13,000 employees, around 1,800 physician partners, and about 1,000 volunteers. As the region's most comprehensive health networks, um, Cone Health has more than 100 locations, including you know five hospitals, six ambulatory care centers, you know three ASCs, six urgent cares, retirement communities, and more than 120 physician practices. And these include primary and specialty care through Cone Health uh, Medical Group and our accountable care organization called Triad Healthcare Network. Uh, part of the network also includes a health plan offered to the community, a, a Medicare Advantage health plan. Uh, so that's about Cone Health. Uh, I have been in the IT industry for more than 25 years uh, across broad disciplines, um, and I have keen interest in leveraging technologies to deliver value for operational effectiveness and growth. And I've been fortunate to work um, at academic medical centers, community health systems, and also non-healthcare side of the store, retail manufacturing and consulting. Uh, and in my, in my spare time, I love to play tennis and do some painting, color, watercolor painting. So magnificent. I play a lot of tennis, but I have no skill at painting. So I leave that entirely to you. And, and, and Ben, talk about, you've had this remarkable career what are you most focused on and excited about today? What are some of the big priorities this year? Tell us what you're, where you're focused and where you have the organization focused. Sure, so I'll, I'll talk about, you know, the four areas that um, being in IT that I'm focused on. Um, you know, number one, you know, how do we optimize and stabilize our current portfolio of technologies and platforms to effectively meet the clinician and business needs of the enterprise. The second is, you know, the foundational services, the core platform. How do you provide the latest platforms, technologies, and including the governance to support Cone Health services, including cybersecurity? The third is in engaging patients and care providers. You know, how do we implement new tools and technologies that bolster the foundation of digital health delivery and execute on our key priorities and initiatives. And the last is, you know, how do we innovate to differentiate, you know, execute on some of the transformative IT capabilities which are needed for differentiation and growth. And so that's, and, and part of that is also, how do you come up with a new IT operating model? And how do you modernize your technical or technology architecture to support, you know, whether it's digital transformation or just to support your, your new uh, realities like remote work. Um, and, and cloud is a good example of that. You know, we, we are 
almost 90% you know, cloud across our network, including our uh, Epic uh, EHR. And so, so that's where um, I'm focused on, including, as I said, how to maximize the current platform and how do you um, go across the technology realm, uh, the health system, whether it's digital health or innovation or truly maximizing the value out of your core platforms like CRM and ERP and ServiceNow and, and also your EHR. And Good for you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot there. It's the enterprise software efforts, it's the cyber, it's differentiation, and then it's try to how to optimize, maximize what you're doing without necessarily adding on a ton more apps and modules and everything else, but to optimize and maximize what you're doing. Ben, as you discussed priorities there, I know I missed a little bit of it. In, in the summary, I talked about enterprise cyber differentiation, better on digital. What, what, am I, what did I miss about the big priorities and where you're focused? So some of my uh, top priorities are, you know, access and navigation, you know, and this directly relates to the growth side of the story and our consumer and user experience. You know, how do you, and part of that, priority is to deliver on our digital transformation roadmap and the digital blueprint that we have created. You know, how do you execute on, on cloud computing? How do you scale that? So that's number one. The second is cybersecurity. And in today's world, you know, how do you make sure that you have a, not only a great program, but also some level of maturity? So we have recently uh, gone through HITRA certification. So that allows us, you know, to not only implement and deploy the latest technologies, but also policies and procedures and education for the for the team members and the staff. The third is automation. How do you how do you leverage technology to help address the workforce shortage? Um, there is a McKinsey article that I read that about 25% of healthcare processes can be automated. Well, how do you use that to get to the cost transformations out of the story in healthcare? And the last one is value-based care, the transformation to value. You know, how do you uh, improve your value-based care context? How do you develop and improve the infrastructure to support value care initiatives, you know, such as home care? And how do you improve outcomes and reduce cost? Again, by leveraging technology such as remote patient monitoring, uh, you know, predictive analytics, and so forth. And, and take a moment on automation, because everybody talks about today, we talk about constantly recruit, retain, and automate. And we know we need to automate, not just because of, not just because, you know, we, we have no choice, because there's not enough employees to go around for a lot of stuff, because the worker shortages and so forth. Where are the areas that you think are most ripe for automation, or how do you decide what areas are most ripe for automation? Yeah, I think that's um, that's a great um, you know, topic. So the automation itself, we need to sort of realize where to automate and how to automate. So a lot of the, some of the, the, the low hanging fruit is actually in some of the core platforms that we use like Epic, you know, ServiceNow and the ERP systems, they have some automation tools that you have to look at. How do you simplify? How do you automate, you know, that process? How do you make that, you know, self-service? Uh, so that's one thing, but the automation use cases are, you know, typically you really need to think about, you know, what challenges are you trying to address? You know, either is it truly the workforce shortage? Is it patient experience? Is it the cost? Is it the market? Is it fraud, abuse, waste? 
And so automation can be used across uh, the, uh, you know, uh, the broad discipline. So where we started in a couple of areas, you know, IT automation in IT itself, and then also we, we picked in you know, a revenue cycle automation, and that's where we have, we have started automation. But we've identified, you know, use cases across our patients, providers, and operations, whether it's in HR on onboarding and offboarding or talent management, to supply chain on vendor peer processing, to contact centers where you can deploy chatbots and conversational AI, uh, or to you know your revenue cycle, as I said, prior auth and status and you know credit posting. So there, there, there are lots of use cases where you can start, and uh, obviously you need to go from an MVP model, you know, try something, do a small you know automation use case, and then try to scale it, uh, and then make sure that you have the right governance. Uh, and, and support model. Thank you. So, are there more opportunities for automation on the business side, the revenue cycle side, the IT side, on the clinical side, or are there just opportunities across the board in just deciding from a governance perspective where you're going to focus resources first? Exactly. It's, it's kind of across the board. You know, so on the consumer side, as we you know learn from the COVID experience, you know, our consumers and, and patients are, are demanding self-service, you know, products, you know, less friction. You know, how do you provide, uh, you know, simple things like self-scheduling, you know, uh, with, uh, you know, a lot of health systems, including us, are, are implementing digital front door side of the story. How do patients access results, you know, through the patient portal, through the app? A lot of those, uh, you know, are improving the patient experience from an automation standpoint. On the patient side, how can you do care management? How can you do outreach on the care gaps? How can you automate some of that? That can be done also uh, and to improve the, the health of the populations. And in the provider side of the story, it's the same thing. How do you remove that friction and minimize the provider burnout by, by using automation, uh, you know, by doing you know, medication titration, by you know, uh, results triaging, uh, some of the clinical workflows, med reconciliation, you know, how can you do some image diagnostic using AI and automation, you know, the incidental findings. And a lot of those are examples on how do you automate that, you know, finding directly into the workflow, into the inbox uh, of the provider to either take an action or to take a look at it. So a lot of these are, are good. A computer-assisted coding, I mean, it's been out there for, for some time. A lot of these are uh, something that you can automate uh, and also your length of stay. Some of the automation um, in... Uh, identifying your working DRG uh, early in the process and uh, the GMLOS, you can push that all the way into your dashboard so that providers can do discharge planning, you know, the, the day one or the day two and get the patient out of the door and reduce the cost. And, and, and take a moment, Ben, I know you're going to hate this question. There's so many different things that you're working on and, and not that it has to be the biggest priority, but what do you find as a, as a long-term person in this world, a CIO, what's most interesting to you right now? What excites you? What do you say in the morning? I got all these things we've got to do. We've got to deal with cyber. We've got to deal with digital transformation. I've got to deal with automation. But what, what do you look at and say, this is really interesting to me? And I know a lot of it is, but what, what excites you the most out of it all? Okay. One of the... One of the things that excites me now more than ever is how we are able or we will be able to provide data uh, to the end users. So the whole the concept of concept of data democratization 
is appealing to me and exciting. And how do we, you know, because we are in healthcare, at least until now, we had a lot of data silos and not be able to provide the right data to the providers, to the clinicians at the right time and at the right place. So I think with the new tools and technology that are coming up, how do we do that? I think that excites me. The other thing that excites me is I believe that we are going to, in the next few years, be able to provide a better experience to our patients and consumers. I, I see, I mean, starting with us, and I see my colleagues across the, the industry, everybody is dedicated to, you know, some sort of a patient or user experience out of the story. And so I think that is going to create, you know, these tools and technologies and, and avenues for our consumers and patients to be able to navigate uh, our complex healthcare system and be able to, you know, get that unique experience at the same time, be able to reduce the cost. So I'm excited about two, those two big items. Uh, and, and internally within Cone Health, I'm really excited about our launching our new business strategy. So we've been, we're working on our business strategy and I'm excited about because part of the strategy is truly on how do we drive consumer-driven brand experience. So I think that's going to be huge as we you know, move towards you know, more of a consumer-driven or consumer-focused approach. And, and one of the things that I, I love speaking to you about is you're always interested both in the, the IT side of it, but you're always, always interested in the business and strategy side of it. As a CIO today, and the patient care side of it, how important is it to not just be a CIO, but to a CIO that embraces the business, embraces the patient care, embraces the entire health system experience, not just being CIO? How, how important is that to leadership today? It's, it's actually very important, <clears throat> Scott, and, and great question. I think that the role uh, of a CIO um, is changing. I think we're moving away from being a builder, developer, to more of an orchestrator or integrator of technology and services. You know, we're also um, moving away from being an order taker to being an enabler of uh, the business strategy and priorities. And, and today, I think most of us are helping, you know, define the business strategy and the art of the possible, uh, you know, via technology and, and um, also have a seat at the table when we truly define our priorities and where to focus on our, our uh, investments and capital and resources. So I see a, a, a shift in, in the role of CIO. Uh, Thank you very, very much. Ben, as always, a pleasure visiting with you. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually daunting how many subjects are in front of the CIO today. As I listen to you and talk to you about priorities, you know, it's it's a daunting list, and hopefully a magnificent team to make it all happen. Uh, and then this this complete complex transformation of of straddling both being CIO and being a strategic healthcare leader, so so important to success today, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is, and you're right. I mean, I think uh, the right team is is half the battle. So, you know, one of the things that we're trying to figure out in our governance framework is how to include and connect you know, all the team members to the strategy and goals. And so we want that inclusiveness because otherwise I don't think they will be able to deliver, especially in today's world when we have these workforce shortages and other concerns. Thank you very much for joining us today. Just absolutely fascinating. Thank you, Ben, very, very much. We'll, we'll let thank you go, but thank you for spending time with us. Thank you. Bye.